Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Peace and goodwill on earth. Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace. Good will toward men. So it was, when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those that heard it marvelled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, as it was told them. What an extraordinary moment in time. It was night. The shepherds were doing something they did every night. They were keeping watch over their sheep. Yet this night, it was different. It would be a moment they could never forget, as God broke into their world. Into the darkness, God revealed his glory to them. The glory being evidence of God's majestic presence. He revealed his glory intimately and personally, in a way they would understand. The glory of the Lord shone all around the shepherds, and they were greatly afraid. The special messenger of the Lord spoke directly into their fear. Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which will be to all people. For to humanity was born a Saviour, the Anointed One of God. The Angel of God speaks affirmation over them, declaring that they will find Him. Then the Angel of the Lord describes to them how they will recognise their Saviour with their natural eyes. 
and this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. This is such a beautiful way that God helps them to see and know him. He told them before they even set off to find him. As God is eternal and above time, he knows what will take place. He also knows each individual and people groups are unique, so he communicates in different ways that each one will understand, enabling them to know and experience him more. Then suddenly there was a multitude of heavenly hosts, the choir of heaven saying, Peace, goodwill toward men. How spectacular! How marvellous! How wonderful! At that moment in time, heaven came down to earth. The shepherds' senses were in a joyful overload, for God gave them ears to hear, eyes to see, and in response, a heart to receive it. All of the heavenly choir, in perfect voice, were praising God. For unto humanity was given the greatest gift of all, the gift of God himself in Jesus, the Saviour of the world and giver of peace. This is indeed good news for all people. For centuries after the prophet Isaiah prophesied of his coming, the Prince of Peace had come. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 to 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice, from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. The kingdom of God had come on earth in Jesus, his everlasting kingdom of equality and respect, peace and harmony. Peace in the context of God's kingdom and peace goodwill toward men is a supernatural peace in relationship that comes only from the divine giver of peace, God himself. That is peace between each other and peace between humanity and peace with God. This peace is given in Jesus. The first time this type of peace is mentioned in the New Testament is when the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes had grown to be a man. Jesus was sending out his disciples to take the good news of his coming to the people. Having received Jesus and his right to rule and reign, they carried his peace. So Jesus instructed them on what to do as they testified of the good news. Matthew chapter 10 
verses 12 to 14. And when you go into a household, greet it. If the household is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whoever will not receive you nor hear your words, when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. If God's good will in his gift of himself is not received, then there is no peace. No peace between each other, and no peace with self, and no peace with God. For by rejecting God and his right to rule and reign, it is effectively declaring war on God, which results in living in conflict against God, self, and others. This peace is a blessing from God wrapped up in Jesus. It is an everlasting peace, that is, God himself. In receiving Jesus, receiving God, we become wrapped up in him, in his character and armour. The same armour that Jesus was wrapped up in when he walked the earth as a man. Peace is an integral part of that armour. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 13 to 18. Therefore, take up the whole armour of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith from which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication, for all the saints. Shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Shod is to bind firmly, so as it will never be removed. Having received Jesus, we are permanently wrapped up and immersed in God's presence, goodness and peace. Everywhere we go, we carry his peace. Just as the apostles all those centuries ago. God's gift of peace is eternal. As God never takes back what he gives, he gives freely, without discrimination. When Jesus was on earth, doing everyday life together with his disciples, he imparted many things. He gifted all of himself to all who were willing to receive him. Even when he physically died, rose to life, and ascended on high, he left his peace with them. Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 27, Peace I leave with you. 
My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The world gives conditionally, based upon recipient's performance. God gives unconditionally, based upon his own love and character. God blesses with his peace because he so loves. He honours humanity with everything of himself. In this instance, his peace. Jesus said to his disciples, My peace I give you. The peace of Jesus means to be enjoined in perfect harmony. A perfect peace that is the absence of any conflict. Safe and secure in a covenant love relationship of the Godhead. Father, Son, in Jesus and His Spirit. The three are one. Jesus gives His peace to every disciple, for it is the gift of Himself. The chaos and conflicts of this world cannot take away the peace we have been given by Jesus. For this peace is not an emotion. It is the character of God, who has made his home within us. John 16, verse 33 These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. We live in a world damaged by evil, where the culture is at war with God. So deep within the subconscious of humanity is conflict, as humanity gave power to its selfish desires and evil. There is constant conflict against others, conflict against God, and conflict against self. Yet all things of the entire cosmos will be reconciled through the gift of Jesus the Son. Colossians chapter 1, verses 19 to 23. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell and by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And you, who were once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. If indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. In Paul's letter to those in Colossians, he reveals that it is God's desire that the entire cosmos, which has been damaged by evil,
be reconciled. God's covenant of peace is a blessing and gift from God in Jesus. Humanity demands that someone has to pay the cost for all the injustices done by humanity. All the injustices that have been done or thought against each other, against self, against creation, and against God. So Jesus paid the cost. God has done everything for humanity to believe and receive Jesus' blood sacrifice. For out of his great love, God gives each individual free choice. To receive his peace and goodwill in Jesus or to reject him. When all who will come to him have come, then the fulfillment of all the prophecies of complete restoration of the entire cosmos will take place. That includes peace between warring tribes and people groups. And the healing of the nations and land will be there. The land shall be a safe place for all to dwell. All will know God and possess his peace. No longer will beasts of the land devour. No one shall make the beasts of the earth be afraid. There will be no hunger in the land and no shame. All of creation waits for the fulfilment of Jesus' return. The Apostle Paul puts it this way. Romans chapter 8, verses 18 to 25. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labours with birth pangs together until now. Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even ourselves grown within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. For we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Until that day when Jesus returns, we will live in his peace in this world damaged by evil. Just as in the midst of the darkness of night, as the shepherds tended their sheep, God revealed his glorious light. For peace and goodwill on earth has come in Jesus. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.